Joining us down the line to talk all things cricket this afternoon is one of my co-hosts on Before the Footy and cricket expert and writer, John Townsend. Townie, welcome back to the show. G'day, Matt. Yes, looking forward to Before the Footy. How long before we get underway? Oh, that, it must be very soon. It must be very soon. I'm not too sure. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to ask the proper authorities, but uh, it's got to be very close now. Yeah, well, when teams are starting to have scratch matches, you know that uh, even the internal scratch matches, you know the season's <laughs> getting closer and closer, isn't it? So, yeah. uh, we're into Bunaroo, second summer, but second summer doesn't last very long, does it? It's almost footy season. So anyway, let's talk about the cricket. Let's talk about the cricket. Um, I mean, the Aussies, they've been a little bit better on day two. John, um, they've picked up a couple of wickets here. They've been led by the debutant in Todd Murphy, who's uh, picked up four for. But, uh, geez, it just it hasn't been good from the get-go. And I think it all started with uh, Travis Head being dropped. Yeah, I, I, I'm flabbergasted at that. I, I just wonder what's going on. I think the leadership in Australian cricket has had question marks over it for a long period now, starting at the at the very top, uh, you know, with the, the, the absolute shambolic handling of the Justin Langer coaching position. Um, so that's going back a few months now. But leading into the home summer and now the selection for this tour, I, I can't believe that they went over there knowing that Mitch Stark wasn't available to start the season or start the series. And it became uh, evident that Josh Hazelwood had travelled with a Achilles injury and they had no other coverage. So they had uh, Lance Morris, who has, hasn't played a game. Uh, I'm flabbergasted that Michael Nessa didn't go to give them at least a bit of coverage if they mm. you know, needed to look at what they were trying to do in this game, which was to play an extra spinner. Uh, didn't happen. I think their hand, their, uh, the decision to leave head out was... A, I mean, it's a horses for courses. They're obviously deciding that his record in the in the subcontinent has been poor and they'd rather go with a different player. But that's basically saying to a bloke who's had a very good summer, scored over 500 runs in the five test matches, probably the best player in the, uh, over the Australian summer. They, the, the selectors are saying to him, we don't believe that you can get better or that you can adapt to those conditions. And so he's been left out, didn't do much good, and... Really, they, they had a poor day yesterday. Pat Cummins had his toughest day as captain and clearly affected his bowling. I think his bowling probably the worst he's produced in his test career, which is now over a year uh, over a decade old. Um, and they're right up against it at the moment. As you said, they've recovered today. They've had some, some moments in the field where it's really worked in their favour and Murphy's had a good taboo. But India are only about 70 or 80 runs away from being under unbeatable in this match, I think. If they get for 300, they won't lose it, and they are pretty close to that now, five for 209. Yeah, they are. Now, yeah, I don't know how you can pick against winning form, really. Uh, coming into the first test, I-, I can understand them making some drastic changes once you see the result of this first test. You get a bit of better feel for the, the direction of the series, but a ball hadn't been bowled yet, and you drop a Travis Head, who had a great Australian summer. I know you mentioned his form in the subcontinent, maybe subpar, but I think you have to give him a go. Renshaw, uh, well, he has been playing and out for a golden duck. Um, and then also to, to top things off, he's, uh, he's had some scans on his knee, John, uh, after injuring, injuring himself in the warm-up earlier today. So what's the latest on Matt Renshaw? Uh, no, no, don't, don't know. I've been, what, I mean, obviously they've had some some vision of him in the in the rooms and he would look very proppy from 
you know, 8,000 kilometres away through a, a murky couple of sets of glass doors, but uh, Renshaw looked very croppy, so you wonder what impact that's going to have for the rest of the game and also next week. You know, they, they go to the second test starts in only a few days' time. Uh, you suspect that he's probably not going to come up for that game if there's any any form of damage to the knee, um, which means that perhaps Ted comes back in or Cam Green may be available. So they've got some more uh, selection issues to face. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I'm sure that a lot of cricket fans are wondering what is going on with the selections, what is going on with the management and the leadership of this team. And uh, they might look. It appears as though they've, they've picked a good one in, in Todd Murphy. He's he's well suited to playing in India. He bowls a little bit like Jadeja in that he do, there's not a lot of variety there. He hits the same spot ball after ball. Some turn, some turn a little bit. He's not a big turner of the ball. Um, some skid on straight. And if you can land enough in, a, in basically in a good line, you'll be in the game like Jadeja is constantly. Um, so they've had a they've had a win with that selection uh, but that you know raises questions about what's going on with Agar where does he fit in is that is that almost him done as a test player um, you never know it could be back in next week depending on how things go but there's a few there's a lot of questions being raised by what's going on with the Australian team at the moment and there aren't a lot of answers coming I mean when you watch Jadeja Ravi Ashwin and the like they're setting up our batters so well I mean the the ball the ball before uh, the wicket is just uh, just been just beautiful to watch uh, sets them up and then they get eventually get the dismissal. The Aussies haven't really been able to to do that. They haven't really found any sort of tricks and uh, been able to to get the job done. Besides the Todd Murphy, as we've been talking about, um, yeah, Lyon looks a little bit off. I mean, he he doesn't look as though he's really in the groove at the moment. He. Whether he's searching a bit hard, I'm, I'm not sure, but he certainly doesn't look as though he's been in the, in, you know, with the, the impact that he's had over much of his career. What do you make of the the pitch, John, and the way it's been prepared over in Nagpur? Obviously, it was always going to favour India, but have they crossed the line a little? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no issue that you go to India, you know they're going to be low, slow, turning, hard to bat on. You come to Australia, you play at the Wacker or off the stadium or the Gabba, and they're fast and bouncy and they seam her out and they, and they test technique in a different way. But it crosses the line, absolutely, if you're preparing one side of the pitch differently to the other side. And clearly it's being prepared to exploit uh, an element within the Australian team. That, that is, you know, five of their top seven batsmen are left-handers and, uh, or there's four, four actually now with Hanscom coming in. Uh, I, I mean, that's out-and-out cheating, I think. And whether the ICC is prepared to do anything about it, would I'd be surprised if that was the case. They uh, they know that India carries a big stick and it's very difficult to take adverse action against India. Um, but to do that sort of thing, to prepare a pitch so blatantly uh, advantageous to the home side uh, is, is beyond, I think, acceptable behaviour by a, a cricket nation. Okay, and what about the moment that was caught on camera with Jadeja seemingly manipulating the ball? Uh, well, I, I think they have provided an answer that he was using some numbing cream on his finger. He's had a he had a blow on the finger. He, I know he's he's carried he's had a series of finger injuries over his career, which often happens to 
to bowlers of kiss, of course, ball coming back and, and hitting it. And it looks as though nothing's going to come of that at the moment. But there may be something coming in the referee's report after the game. But I, I suspect that there's, if, if that's the case, if he's just using uh, numbing cream on his, on his finger because of a blow, that won't go any further. And I, I don't think it can actually make much difference. I think the, the condition, uh, the, the ability of Jadeja to really test the batsman comes from the pitch rather than from the ball. And so I, I don't think he has received any advantage from using any sort of ointment or any uh, any substance on his on his hand or his finger. So can the Aussies get things back in their favour? Can they turn things around? Um, you know, uh, moving forward from from day two onwards. Oh yeah, of course they can. I mean, they've they've taken five wickets, so they've actually done probably a little bit better than expected. If they can run through the tail. Um, although they're all batting down one because Dashwin went in as night watchman. If they can run through the tail and knock them over for 250 or whatever, they're a chance. But as I said, I think 300 is, is the threshold. That gives India a lead of close to 130. They only have to score another 100. Uh, or if they were to knock over Australia for two, 230, 250, they're chasing 100 or so. So I think that is manageable, even on this sort of surface. Uh, for Australia to get into the game, they've got to get through the last five batsmen really quickly. And, I mean, Rowett's having a sensational game so far. He's uh, He captained well, he made good decisions, and he's um, uh, he's batted superbly, starting with that first over last night with the, the three boundaries. And he looks to be in total command, and today's it looks as, any, as good as any of the batsmen in the game, actually. He look, looks totally in control as well. So, uh, big job for the Aussies. I, th- I think the last session, the next hour or so, will be critical. If Australia can get back into the game, they give themselves a chance. If they can't take, if they can't break this partnership and get and make deep inroads into the Indian bottom order, um, it's just a matter of time for India, I think. Five for two hundred and seventeen. Uh, Sharma unbeaten on one fifteen. Jadeja not out on twenty eight. Uh, so, yeah, tough ask for the Aussies. It's going to be a tough ask for WA as well on stumps. Uh, day one at the Adelaide Oval, John. The Redbacks, five for 311. They've been led by Daniel Drew, who is not out on 160. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Sheffield Shield clash? Oh, great, yeah, great performance by South Australia, who've been at the foot of the ladder for, well, the best part of a quarter of a century. I mean, they've had a few flurries along the way, but not very often, and uh, they, they didn't win a game for three years. They won one just before Christmas, obviously, at the end of the, the Shield, uh, the, f- the first half of the Shield block. Um, and so they've, they've maintained their form. Good effort from, from Danny Drew. It's a, it's a team with a lot of imports. When you have a look at Agar, Manenti, um, uh, who else have they got in there? Uh, I think one of the other fast bowlers is from Interstate as well. So but they're pretty much doing what, Tasmania have done for a long while. They, they import players. They just don't seem to be able to produce, you know, their own stars. And, you know, no surprise with, um, mm. obviously, uh, Head and Carey, both in uh, India at the moment with the Australian side. But they, they've had a good day. You know, 300 on the first day against a, a pretty solid WA attack, even without Lance Morris, Joy Richardson and Joel Paris. It's a pretty solid attack with um, uh, Kelly... Has, has had a good season so far. Uh, David Moody's had some moments along the way, and Charlie Stobo's been in very good nick as well. Mm. Um, but it's not the, the A-greatest 
WA attack, but it's a very solid attack. But uh, South Australia have found a way today. You just wonder how how flat that pitch is, though, and we'll see how that how it plays tomorrow. It may actually be a high-scoring draw there, which, you know, suits WA to some degree because they're clear on top of the ladder. Uh, but you wouldn't want to have too many draws. But, you know, South Australia are probably not going to push up for the final. So no matter what happens in this game, it's not going to do a lot of damage to WA, but they'd like to be in better form, no doubt. Well, uh, plenty to look forward to across the weekend in the world of cricket. John, it's been a pleasure chatting on the show this afternoon. And, uh, yeah, I can smell it in the air before the footy. It's not too far away now. Oh, can't, can't wait. Good on you, Matt. Cheers, mate. See ya. Thanks, John. There he goes. John Townsend, cricket expert and writer. And, uh, yeah, one of my co-hosts.